0: Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, my friends, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS store and find one of our locked-on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports, and I'll be on there soon and uh, telling you more about that. Today is Friday, April 2nd. I know I had said I probably wouldn't be recording today because of the good Friday holiday, but after last night's game, I felt compelled to jump on the mic and share some thoughts about this team and about uh, yeah the state of things on, on social media as well. Before we get to that, let me remind you, the podcast is available wherever you get podcasts, so please subscribe today, never miss an episode, each new one will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy at your leisure. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at lo Boston Bruins. Locked on Bruins on Instagram, and you can find me, my hockey tweets, and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Last night, the Bruins fell 4 1 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. They actually held an advantage in shots at 5 on 5 in this one, 25 22. In all situations, it was 31 23 in favor of our Boston Bruins. However, the Penguins had a 28-17 advantage in scoring chances and a 15-5 advantage when it comes to high danger chances. That's in all situations. At 5-on-5, the Bruins were able to generate only three high danger chances. Head coach Bruce Cassidy said, We've had trouble executing for a while now. One of the reasons our offensive numbers are down. We're not clean. We don't take care of the puck well enough. Boston fell behind 2-0 after two periods on goals from Zach Aston Reese and Mike Matheson, both of which were the result of Penguins' rushes through the neutral zone. The Matheson one in particular was uh, pretty wild, uh, just completely beating Jeremy Lozon off the rush and looking like Bobby Orr in the process. Brad Marchand scored his 14th goal of the season to bring the Bruins to within one. But a couple of minutes later, off a David Pasternak turnover, the Penguins regained a two goal lead and added an empty netter with 2.09 to go to seal the deal. Marshan said, Sometimes we make it a little tougher on ourselves than we need to. Against a team that has the ability to score on the rush, we have to be simpler and more direct with the puck, win some more puck battles. Uh, Bruce Cassidy kind of went into dad mode talking about the club's veterans who he believes should be setting the example for the club's younger players. He said, I'm not frustrated with those guys. I'm disappointed that they don't recognize the value of the puck and where we are in the game. Pretty clearly referring to David Pasternak. They haven't stepped up a little more. There's no frustration with the older guys. They know what's at stake. They've been to a final. They know the way the game's played. They just need to respect it and play that way. My job as coach is to get the message through And get them to understand that they're leaders of this hockey club and they should know better. He trusts the group to bounce back, hopefully as early as tomorrow afternoon, against the Pittsburgh Penguins once again. They've proven over the years that they can. They don't really get into these long stretches. They've had games. They've had back-to-backs in New York this year against the Rangers and Islanders where they've let games get away from them. And they've had games like that they did last night. Where they don't respect the process, don't respect taking care of the puck, good offensive teams will shove it right up your ass, and that's what happened. Uh, The Bruins really lacked a physical presence when, you know, Zach Seneshin is the one delivering the most memorable hits of the night. That's uh, certainly the case. Brad Marchand mentioned they do need to be a bit more physical. Uh, Dan Vlodar, I thought, actually looked pretty good in net his third career start. Uh, made 19 of tw- 19 saves on 22 shots to keep the Bruins within striking distance, but it was his first career loss. And uh, you know he kind of took it on himself, saying, "I want to win every single game, want to save every single shot." It just wasn't enough. Disappointment on his side. He could have done a better job on the third goal he conceded. Wants to give the team a chance to win every single game, and it just wasn't enough. You can win. A hockey game with one goal. If the goalie saves everything, that's the point of view that I see. Vladar said, which is you know not super fair on himself. He's being a bit hard on himself there. Should not be expected to pitch a shutout every night and and dine out on one goal. But uh, I do like the team mentality. Some other bad news in this one: Charlie McAvoy, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzly, Jeremy Lozon were all banged up at one point or another with. The latter three all spending time back in the dressing room. Carlo, playing in just his second game back from a concussion, left in the first period and did not return. Cassidy said, upper body, that's all I got. He left, never came back, so that's never a good sign. As for the other guys, Lozon got cut, got stitched up, stitched up and came back. Gerslick took a puck in the head. Not quite sure what McAvoy's issue was, but he did come back. And uh, all in all not uh, not the greatest night for the Boston Bruins. Now, before I get into some thoughts on the game and where the Bruins stand at the moment, I uh, just want to quickly mention bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball's back, NBA, NHL remain in full swing. Bet online even covers awards and reality TV shows. They provide real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, it's also free to sign up. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today for a free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON for that free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Locked On Today is the best place to get all your sports news in under 20 minutes. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So last night, uh, I admittedly uh, had been into the cider a little bit, watching this game, not feeling great about the Bruins. But then it occurred to me that I'm not really sure what else we should have expected this season. I said I don't think that I'm being overly hard or negative when it comes to the Bruins. They made a conscious decision to rely heavily on youth and there's going to be bumps. This team is just okay, that's fine. But it's also not because we've been spoiled for such a long time here, going on like... 10, 11 years of sustained success for these Bruins with a couple uh, dips along the way where they missed the playoffs by one point. Uh, As a lifelong Bruins fan dating back to the late eighties, certainly seen much worse times than this. They are a playoff team. They do have some very elite players on the roster. Uh, This is a far from terrible situation, but it's also not ideal. Um, You know, I'll get into that in a moment. At the end of the day, hockey's fun. I enjoy rooting for the young players to succeed. We still have one of the best lines in hockey. But at the end of the day, I don't think we could have really expected much more from this team than what we are getting. If you look at last night's lineup, first of all, sure, things haven't gone according to plan in terms of an optimal lineup. The Bruins had Andre Kasha penciled in as the second line right winger he hasn't played since the second game of the season craig smith has been bumped up and you know down the lineup you can look at areas or players that weren't expected to be playing bigger roles this season especially up front but on the back end you have uh don sweeney making a conscious decision to move on from tory krug and zidane Chara, and to incorporate uh Jacobs Borl into the lineup to give Jeremy Lozon a full-time role on the back end and to basically allow Charlie McAvoy to develop or emerge as the number one defenseman on this team, Matt Grizzlick to take over power play duties, and Brandon Carlo to be another anchor on the second pairing and kind of go from there. Uh, off the top this season... The defense was very good with the top six that we had in there with Kevin Miller coming in as well. That went off the rails due to some injuries. Jeremy Lozon went out for a while. Kevin Miller hasn't played in a long time. Brandon Carlo missed time with a concussion. He could be out again. Um, Matt Grizzlick has been in and out of the lineup. So that's fine. On defense, we should have expected these guys to struggle at times to show their age and you're not going to replace the leadership and experience and skill level of chara and krug overnight okay so that's that's it up front you have other guys who are playing bigger roles than expected as well you have right now Uh, Looking at the forward line, a bunch of guys who have yet to prove that they're able to score consistently at the NHL level in the lineup. You got Anders Bjork, Trent Frederick, Zach Seneshin, Anton Bleed, Carson Kuhlman in the lineup. Last night, all these guys are kind of trying to establish themselves at the NHL level and prove that they belong there. And Bruce Cassidy kind of hinted at that last night, saying... Uh, some of the learning curve for the young players is going to be steeper than others. He said some of them will learn it and be better off for it. Some of them won't, and they won't be here. There's no guarantees that any of these guys are legit, bonafide NHL forwards, and the Bruins right now are kind of reaping mistakes made at uh, the draft, to be quite honest. Um, I should mention as well, Andre Kasha injured uh, Jake DeBrusque has been in and out of the lineup with injuries COVID and has really not been able to establish uh, the kind of consistency that we wanted to see out of him you look last night I don't want to harp on 2015 but you can't deny it at this point Matt Barzell New York Islanders showing off some speed skill recorded a hat-trick five-point night um, that's what the Bruins are lacking right now Zach Senishin has that potential he's shown that at the AHL level Not really at the NHL level just yet, although he has looked pretty good in his few games up here. Um, But all this to say, I don't know what we expected. This team is not in Stanley Cup contention mode at the moment. We all remember 2019. We remember last year that they were uh, President's Trophy winners, but they're just not on the same level as teams like the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Teams like the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, even you could argue um, the Carolina Hurricanes at the moment are better positioned. Even in their own division, you have the Capitals, Islanders, Penguins, all tied at 50 points, first place in the division. Bruins, 41 points, albeit with some games still in hand. But they're just not on the same level, and that's okay. We don't have to get angry about it we don't have to lament it it just that just happens with teams they go through cycles we have been so lucky to have sustained periods of success for this team and to be quite honest that still could come home to roost the season the Bruins are a good possession team as I've been saying all season long they're struggling to score five on five if that um you know, regresses to the mean anytime soon, then we could see them going a bit of a run here. And I have long held that I will not get too worked up about regular season games. It's the playoffs where it really matters. The Bruins, I believe, are a playoff team at the very least. Uh, I don't see the Flyers or the Rangers catching up to them at this point unless this swoon continues, which is possible. But I think they are bound for better days as these young guys get a bit more acclimated, find their confidence, find their scoring touch, and, uh, you know, uh, the defense kind of gets back to where they were at the beginning of the season. Will the Bruins go all in at the deadline and trade first-round picks, young players in order to make a move this season? I'm not convinced about that because we saw in the offseason, they didn't, take those big swings. They settled for Kevin Miller on the first day of free agency. They settled for Craig Smith. I don't want to say settled. That was a very good signing. Uh, But they didn't swing after Taylor Hall. They didn't go all out to make sure Torrey Krug remained in town. Um, There were other players that they could have looked at, uh, but they didn't. I'm not convinced that they have the mandate from on high to add and to... Uh, go up to the cap ceiling while owner Jeremy Jacobs, uh, his parent company, is losing money throughout this global pandemic. I'm just not convinced that they're going to go all in this season. I don't know if they're going to make a swing at uh, Matthias Ekholm, Taylor Hall again on the on the trade market. I could see them doing a couple of smaller things, but they made that conscious decision to go with the youth. If you're going to do that, why let Krug and Chara walk just to bring in some guys from the outside a few months later? That doesn't really make sense. I could see them going for a forward um, and maybe, yeah, adding some depth on defense, but I don't know if they're going to take that big swing on the trade market. Again, all this to say, the Bruins are fine. You know, they are um, they have a winning record, 621 point percentage. Their goal differential only plus eight at the moment, which is fifth in the East Division. The scoring needs to come. They only have 89 goals, which is uh, well back of Philadelphia for fifth in the division. Almost 20 goals back of Philadelphia. Luckily, Philadelphia has given up like almost 40 more than the Bruins. So, almost 50 more than the Bruins to be act- to be honest. Um, so. If they can find that scoring touch, if they can get everybody healthy, and that includes Tuka Rask. they definitely need Tuka in there in order to compete to give them more of a chance to cover up any offensive failings they have. It's definitely possible that things could go right for them in the postseason, but right now, it, they just are what they are. Um, not very fun to watch, which is unfortunate. It'd be one thing if they were, you know, involved in track meets every night it's fun to watch exciting hockey it's just not really that exciting at the moment which is the biggest issue for me i just want to have fun watching hockey you're not going to win every year you're not going to be a contender every year you're going to have times when things are a bit leaner and that's fine we've had three trips to the final in the last 10 years uh stanley cup loads of playoff success Loads of regular season success, and um, I can't be too mad now. Seeing a bit of a dip because it just happens, and uh, it won't be the last time it happens for the Bruins. Uh, it could get worse here in the next couple of years as they continue to um, deal with missteps at the trade or sorry at draft day. Um, but for the time being, these guys are a playoff team. They will possibly be one and done, but uh, perhaps I'm just looking at things glass half empty at the moment. Um, but that's just kind of my two cents on the Bruins at the moment. Hit me up at LO Boston Bruins or at ENC McLaren if you agree or disagree. Built Bar Madness is over. We've been telling you about it for a few weeks now. Finding out which built bar is best. They're all amazing tasting, low calorie low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and we've been voting over the last several weeks to decide which Built Bar is best. The championship has been decided, and Coconut Brownie Chunk is the winner. Right now, you can go to builtbar.com, order this uh, award-winning bar or any other 15% off using promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. You will not be disappointed. NHL Fantasy Playoffs are coming up, and you can be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from locked-on hockey expert Scott Cullen. He'll give you all the tips and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So like I said, our Bruins will be back in action tomorrow afternoon against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I would expect Yaroslav Halak to be in net for this one, uh, looking to yeah, get back on the winning track and, again, take advantage of some of these games in hand. It does get a bit easier for the Bruins following this game against the Penguins. They will be uh, lacing them up against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers for a couple games to begin next week. Then they do play the Capitals uh, in between another game with the Flyers. And they have five games coming up against the Buffalo Sabres this month as well. So uh, those will be opportunities to pick up some points. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't really know what to say. It's uh, an interesting time to be a Bruins fan right now. I understand the frustration. I understand the... Questioning of decisions, uh, specifically management, in terms of what they've done at drafts in recent years, although there have been some wins. You can't deny that. Charlie McAvoy, for sure. Brandon Carlo. Uh, Trent Frederick looks okay, although i still argue perhaps Alex Dobrinkit was the better choice there. Um, and also the decision to part ways with Zidane Ochara and Torrey Krug. Um, Chara more specifically I still don't really get that one and his leadership and experience uh, would be well needed at the moment uh, for sure and seeing that they gave uh, Kevin Miller that money at free agency they have a need right now on defense it just really doesn't make sense that they let Zdeno Chara walk um, especially seeing how he's playing Big minutes for the Capitals, although he did get walked by uh Berzel on one of those goals the other night. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. A bit uh bit ranty, a bit off script, although I don't really prepare a script anyways, but um just felt like I wanted to get some thoughts out there. If you agree, disagree, hit me up at ENC McLaren or at L O Boston Bruins. It is good Friday for those who are observing Easter this weekend. I hope um all is well for you and for others if, if it's just a holiday or um, just a regular weekend I hope you can enjoy it and get outside it's it's pretty chilly up here today which is annoying and Ontario is going into its third COVID lockdown beginning tonight at midnight so yippee another month of this um just trying to stay as positive as possible the Bruins not being great doesn't really help, but you know, baseball season's back as well. Be sure to follow uh, the Locked On Red Sox podcast, always some great content over there. Uh, and you know, let's just enjoy hockey, have fun with it, and perhaps temper our expectations because at the moment, uh, the Bruins aren't Stanley Cup contenders, and that's fine, you're not going to be every year, uh, but we can still, yeah. Have fun watching this team, supporting them, rooting for the kids to succeed. I'm still firmly in uh, Seneshan's corner and uh, excited for him to bust out sometime soon. I think it's, uh, it's going to happen. So yeah, I hope you all have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday to talk about Saturday's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins as well as preview the game against the Flyers. Uh, take care of yourselves, friends, and take care of each other. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Later.